Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Welcome to Counseling On Demand. Here's your own private therapist. Anywhere, anytime. Fred Riley. Hey, what is up? Welcome to Counseling On Demand. I am Fred Riley. Thank you for yet another podcast. Thanks for checking in. Uh, Hopefully these podcasts are helpful, right? Uh, A lot of good ideas, a lot of things that uh, maybe you can uh, take a look at on the car ride or what have you without necessarily having to stop in and talk to a to a therapist or a psychiatrist and maybe it's a good way to take a look at uh hey maybe it's a good idea to come in and talk to somebody so a lot of topics and uh we're going to go right into a topic today um the topic uh i want to talk about today is the other middle child you know we hear about middle children all the time i'm a middle child uh, as a matter of fact, uh, my guess is that most therapists, uh, psychiatrists, a lot of helping professions are going to be middle children. Uh, but uh, we're going to talk about the other middle child. And uh, that's something you won't find anywhere because I just barely made it up uh, this morning as I was thinking about a client, uh, you know, some of the experiences that they're having. And I thought, you know, what is going on here? And I discovered that uh, she's the oldest of the bunch in terms of siblings, but uh more mature than the rest, so she lies between uh, the adults. Those would be the older siblings. She's the other child in the middle and uh, taking care of the younger siblings. And so, uh, so many people that I work with, uh, and maybe that's you too, you find yourself uh, uh, being that person that maybe raised the siblings, so on and so forth. You see a lot of that with uh, children born to alcoholics or uh, mothers that have substance abuse issues, things like that. So the other middle child, and that is, if that's you, you're going to hopefully identify with some of these things. I just wanted to talk about what that experience, uh, what comes up, um, what kind of pressures are there. Um, why? Sometimes I think we need to hear, even as a middle child, we need to hear somebody, like on a podcast, even say, hey, we recognize that these things are happening. It also builds awareness. It gives you, the listener, an opportunity to say, hey, I think uh, I can understand a little bit more about what's going on and uh, be more mindful of those around me and and maybe uh, even more grateful maybe uh, for an older sibling that uh, while growing up they were the other middle child. So I see see these middle children, okay? Um, I've said many times that I see the healthy ones, and that's pretty well, uh, but it's across the board. And so every once in a while, uh, unfortunately— uh, well, I see the ones that are paying the price. That, you know, they there's drug issues, so on and so forth, and they need to own those issues. But really, the, oftentimes they're the middle child. They're the most mature child in the bunch. And when I say children, I'm bringing mom and dad into the picture too. And uh, they're brought in receiving the fingers of blame for having drug problems, having sex problems, um, not uh, not sex problems doing having sex early that type of thing um bad grades so on and so forth and uh is that you and how come you are in an office 
right? So that mature one, the one that's more emotionally mature, often is the oldest child. Sometimes it may be uh, another sibling that uh, has a tendency to be more amiable, that type of thing. Anyways, uh, you and and those around you, we want to be mindful of that. We're going to be ones that uh, end up fulfilling that role. And these are some things to watch for. And uh, maybe you can identify with it. These are things that are definitely, um, if you ex- you've experienced this, it's definitely something that is worth talking about with somebody. If you're a parent and you don't like the sound of my voice, maybe it's something to take a look at too. Uh, have you ever had that experience where uh, someone's talking to you and you don't like them, right? Well, there's a reason why you don't like them, and that's because uh, you're hearing things that... Uh, you you uh, would hope that you wouldn't have to hear. And so as a parent, uh, if you feel defensive uh, right now, you know, maybe it's a good time to talk and, and maybe that's part of you saying, hey, I need, uh, I need to take a look at what I can do different as a parent. So let's, uh, to organize this, let's step away for a minute. When we come back, we're going to get right into uh, responsibility, the load that is put on those middle children, the other middle children, not the middle sibling. All right. So we're talking about what I call the other middle child, right? The other middle child, uh, usually it uh, it can be an age-based thing, but we're seeing a lot of these individuals come in and maybe it's you, uh, right? The older child, the oldest child is often, you know, the one that, uh, has responsibility, and they're the trial child, that type of thing. Um, these are some things to be mindful of as a parent if you need to do some work on your own. And uh, one way to know that you may need to do some work on your own is if some of these things may apply to your child. As a child, especially if you're one of those middle children, this if this rings true to you, this is an opportunity to talk, and it might be hard because, after all, like I said with some of the people I talked to, you're coming in and talking about the immaturity, the confusion that comes with being a child that uh, is having to parent and having to watch over the younger children. So if this is ringing true to you and from any of those aspects, uh, those angles, make sure to talk to somebody. There's some great things that can happen in talking to somebody. So what I see most often is this felt responsibility, right? Again, see if you identify with this. Felt responsibility for the feeling in the home, right? Uh, Have you ever felt that? You walk in, you hope the feeling in the home is okay, and as soon as it goes off, right, if you're a middle child, you might find yourself uh, trying to figure out how to help the younger kids and uh, make up for mom or dad who's not there or who's yelling or screaming. You're being the reasonable one, and therefore you're also feeling responsibility for the feeling in the home because those that you're trying to be there for blame you now, right? Have you ever been in that in that place where you're trying to be the fix and the feeling in the home is blamed on you and then you end up in my office? Experiences of the younger siblings, right? So the other thing you might feel responsible for is the younger, you're starting to think more like a mother or father. You know, the kid's getting to sleep, Uh, Are they getting their needs met? Uh, You might feel responsibility when you hear that they didn't get their school shots or what have you. And that comes from that maturity where you're mindful of the needs of the siblings as well. 
And so when you're mindful, oftentimes you feel responsible, especially if you don't, if you're not able to rely on mom or dad to to play that role. Other things really quick that uh, these middle children, if you will, feel responsible for is uh, this idea that uh, if the parents hand something to you, right, like responsibility for the children, um, if they share something with you, that you are supposed to take that, right? I was talking to a gal not too long ago, and I just started handing her objects in the office, and she took them, and I had about 10, 15 objects, and I started handing her my Mountain Dew, and I don't do that. I don't hand people my Mountain Dew. But I tell you what, I said, don't you spill this. If you spill this, we're done. And she just took all these objects. I didn't. She didn't even know why. Well, what we talked about is, she learned, is this you? Just because somebody gives something to you, you're responsible for it. So I was trying to help her understand that, you know, her mindset was saying that if mom or dad say something to me or if they uh, have a, a alcohol, a substance problem, or if all these different things, if they give it to me as part of the problem, okay, you're trained to take that on. And the idea is, and those of you that are in this situation will know, it might actually feel like you have some type of control of that, and so you'll take it on, whether it's the dishes or what have you. Other things that you might experience that would indicate you're kind of the middle child or that you're, as a parent, you're putting your um, your your oldest usually in a position to run the family, so to speak, is that uh, you might, uh, you're going to have kind of this, it's almost like a child of divorce, uh, responsibility for loyalty brings on guilt. Do you have that? Do you feel like um, as you look at the kids or you look at mom and dad, right, you have a thought about how they can better parent or what have you, or you have an opinion that happens to jive with one of your parents but not the other, then you feel the responsibility for not being loyal, right? When in fact, those are things that are not your responsibility at all. You really need not be privy to so many of those things that you're experiencing, okay? Uh, You're also going to feel like you're the cause of arguments. Have you ever been in that place? Um, I see a lot of people, these middle children, if you will, and parents, if you're listening to this, your gut's stirring a little bit, this is something to be mindful of, okay? Are you putting your child in a position where they feel like they're the cause of the argument, whether it's grades or what have you, okay? A middle child, if you, the oldest child, will try to intervene and protect their siblings, but they'll also take responsibility and guilt and shame for grades and so forth that aren't doing well. And they're going to take the, they're going to take your issues as their own, if that makes any sense. Okay, they're going to feel like the arguments are caused by them because they're not being perfect. What really needs to look at, be looked at is the dynamics of why the parents are arguing. Okay, so you're going to have a tendency to want to uh, feel like that's your responsibility, that you're the cause. And then, and this is a big one, this is probably the most damaging, is we don't like that discomfort. So there's a tendency when you have that middle child, the other middle child, there's a tendency to feel like you're the therapist, to feel like you're the one that needs to fix it. And uh, the sad thing really is that uh, all those roles, those responsibilities, and many more that I haven't mentioned, um, those are taking away from the true responsibilities, right, which are grades, right? We've got, we've got people that have uh, kids that have poor grades, 
but they care so much about their grades, but they don't have time to care for their grades because they're trying to get an A at home. So when they are trying, when they are trying to be the fix, you're going to receive that blame as well. You need to be, and your child, right, 16, 17, 18, whatever, okay, um, you're responsible to take care of things. You're responsible to be home between you and your spouse, your partner. They're responsible to come to you and worry about prom or worry about grades or worry about some other mistakes um, in a safe environment. Can you create that environment? The hope is, and of course, that you can. So these are just a few ideas that uh, to kind of help those out there that are wondering if they're stuck in the middle, are they crazy? I see the people that come in, they think they're crazy, and I say, no, you're the other child. You're the one in the middle. You're the other middle child, rather. You think you're crazy because you're feeling responsibility for the the emotional well-being of those around you. Be mindful of that. If you feel like that applies to you, take a moment, go in and talk to a therapist and talk about this idea of feeling kind of stuck in the middle. If you're a parent and my uh, voice is not uh, your favorite this time, guess what? Give somebody a call, get in and talk about, hey, I need to take a look at things a little bit differently. Hey, listen, uh, appreciate you listening to yet another podcast. Please leave a rating and a review. Would love to have you uh, rate us well and and review and leave uh, comments for us. And uh, as always, please remember, you get to choose who's in your life.